For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome into the Sports Page Podcast. I'm your host, Paige Demacos, here with Jake Arians and Hype Train behind the producer, Mike. Just moments ago, I was thinking about giving away Hype Train's personality, but I can't do it. That is the teaser. We will we will officially give it away game uh, week one of the 2018 season of the NFL. It sounds, sounds weird saying 2018 season yes, of the does. NFL. It almost I almost said 2017. Uh, Jake, Hype Train, how are we doing today? I'm dealing with a little bronchitis. I'm I battling it, through, though. Can I call it uh, faux bronchitis? Sure, you can call it that. You can just call it the funk. The funk. You the, got the, the funk. The funk is lingering. The funk is the lingering. The playground funk? The playground. I don't know if it's playground funk. That's another level of funk. <laughs> if you're not used to being around kids and you get around some kids with some playground oh, funk, that, that ain't will good. knock you on your butt. Yeah, that's not good stuff. We don't like that. No. We don't like that. Uh, we are talking... We got some good stuff today. If you haven't listened to our podcast, they are up on Anchor, iTunes. You can check out what we did last week and, and this week. And we're going through the divisions, and we're talking about what's going on in what they've done in the offseason and what they should do in, with their draft picks. So we got the AFC West today, and we are kicking things off with the Oakland Raiders, who Jake has listed as the best offseason of the four teams. And actually, when we just went over these, the, this division, in specifically, I, I think has done the least amount of moves, uh, of course, of the ones we've talked about, because there have been a lot of moves previously. But I think of all the divisions in football, this, this division specifically hasn't really done a lot. A lot of talent, a lot of stars, not a lot of room for a lot of these teams to get better. That's why it was kind of hard. I think Kansas City was right there with Oakland as the yeah, best offseason. Yeah, you can put them one-two. Um, but I, I, the biggest reason I put Oakland one was making the move for Gurdon. I don't know. It's definitely an upgrade on Jack Del Rio. I'm not a huge Jack Del Rio fan as far as being a head coach, but it's definitely an upgrade on the staff. 100%. It's Gruden's guys, Richie Bisacci, a really good special teams coach. He brought his guys. Also, on a personal level, I'm just happy that I don't have to hear Gruden to insert any football team that's available. Yes. Rumors. Yes. Because it was ludicrous. Tennessee, I mean, it was like all over the map. But if you year. look at it like, as a franchise, they're moving to Vegas. They need to sell tickets there for a $3 billion stadium they're talking about building. They need to keep the, but they the, can the even, mojo going yeah. in Oakland, hence Beast Mode coming back on a restructured deal. Don't know that I like it, but they added Doug Martin to go with him in the running back position. Crabtree, locker room issue gone. He can't run. Jordy Nelson's not what he was, but he's better than Crabtree. That's an addition, but he's a great locker room guy. Also, I like a motivated Jordy Nelson. Yes, like absolutely. a Like a you gave up on me, Jordy Nelson. Yes. Because I Jordy still has a lot to give. Yes. He has a lot to give, and I like the fact that Derek Carr is going to have a guy like Jordy Nelson to throw the ball to, which is different than what he's had and been going to in the past. He's an older Amari Cooper. Yes. Same kind of guy. I think it helps Amari Cooper as well, because I think Crabtree was kind of a cancer in that whole thing. To hear Whitehead, linebacker, solid. Can- I mean, they just added some nice pieces in yeah. the offseason. Really talented team. they got to stay healthy. Offensive sure. line's really good. Derek Carr's really good. They've got weapons. That, often, that offense can be very exciting, though. 
this offense could be very, very exciting. Could be for sure. They need some more defensive help. They need corners. They need probably another linebacker. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing them have another pass rusher, although Khalil Mack's one of the best in the game. you got to have either somebody coming up the middle, a linebacker that can blitz from the linebacker position. Uh, we'll, we'll get into kind of what they need, but I, I really like what they did. I love the coaching staff. And they got pressure. For and, sure. And, but Gruden has a chip on his shoulder, too. I mean, he talks yeah. about it all the time. Like, yeah, I'm coming back. I'm, I'm getting $100 million. Lot I'm, of expectations. I'm, I'm grinding. Yeah, but a lot of expectations. Yeah. And yeah. it's Oakland. You're yeah. talking about one of the craziest, if not the craziest, fan base in all of sports. I right. mean, it's an insane level of fandom there. And it's and there's a lot of anger with the team moving from Oakland to Vegas. So you have and to. And that's a weird dynamic. For of sure. A new fan base selling tickets in a weird place where the NFL has never been keeping your fan base happy, but the Oakland fan base is like the Steelers and the Cowboys. They can go anywhere and still have fans. And you know what fixes that? Winning. Absolutely. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to care if the Oakland Raiders are winning. That's what happens. That being said, I don't have them winning the division. Okay. They're not. We called it last year them taking a step back, and they did. I think they're competing for the top of the division here. I, I know too. who, I know got, who got, you're picking, and I think second, I'd pick but Oakland. But I've got them more of a 10-6 and six type thing yeah. based off the offseason coming into the draft and seeing we got a long way to go before I'll take them winning and, the division at 10-6. and six. I, will. I don't think ten and six can win that division. I think I think I think the, I think I think the Raiders make the playoffs. I think they're a wild card okay. team. I All think right. they have a really solid year of like ten and six. Hype train, what you got? What I find really interesting about this group is they used their first round picks the last two years on help in the secondary with Carl Joseph. Maybe a bit of a reach there when they picked him, mm-hmm. and then last year taking Gary on Conley, who had all sorts of off the field issues that created quite the distraction yes, leading up until had the beginning issues. of the season. He was hurt all year. Then you had their second round pick last year. They drafted Obi Mel Fanu, the safety at a UConn, who I really liked. Yeah. But they've been using a lot of their picks the last couple of years defensively, and I still think you look at the safety group and you look at the corner group. They need one more piece there, despite using a lot of their. Draft draft capital there the last couple of years. They definitely need defensive help. And that leads into NDT Scouting, our partners with FanRag Sports. They have, with the 10th overall pick, Denzel Ward, cornerback out of Ohio State. That would be a nice pick there at 10th overall. The other side of Gary Conley, who yes. we played with in college, a ball hawk, an explosive. Anytime you can add an explosive player, and we talked about this with the Saints, it helps. I mean, a yeah. guy that could pick off a pass and take it to the house, can play man, can play zone. He's really physical. He'll fit the Raiders. The fan base will absolutely love him. Uh, I love Roquan there, too, from Georgia, the linebacker who can run, play all three downs. I don't know that he'll be there, uh, but I don't sure. think I think they have to go defense, and I don't think they can really go wrong either way. I'd love to see him add another tight end who, as, as well, another explosive tight end. Who? What do you got over there, Hype Train? I know you, lo- you love the draft, so what do you think in here when you're talking about Oakland at the 10th overall pick? So it's interesting to me because with Roquan Smith, we basically have fit him for every team that is picking right now because of yeah. how good he is. The more and more he gets talked about, the further up the board he's going to go. For sure. And I think he's going to be a top 10 pick. Three Whether, down linebackers that can run, do they fit on every team? Yeah, for Whether sure. Whether the every talent matches up or not, I think he squeaks into the top 10 just mm-hmm. because he's getting talked about so much right now. Yeah. I agree. And then, so you need a playmaker, and that playmaker still for needs sure. to be on defense, and I like that pick. And for the tight end, that's a second-round type thing anyway. Yeah, they're going to have an early second-round pick, so I'd, I'd like to see him add a solid tight end later on. All right, let's talk about the, the second team. We You kind of balked into it a little bit and that is the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, mostly what their big offseason move is, is they move away from Alex Smith as their quarterback. Now listen, when they moved up last season to, to draft Patrick Mahomes, the that, was, was the that was the end of the Alex Smith era. Right. We all knew what was happening. Even though he was the MVP through 10 games. Yeah, he, yeah. he had an unbelievable season that turned very sour towards the end. 
a very disappointing loss in the playoffs, huge disappointing loss in the playoffs. And Patrick Mahomes, going into last season, I remember specifically conversations that I had with coaches and, and, and people that were looking at the draft and going, wow, Patrick Mahomes is an exciting player. Serious athlete arm talent. And he had an entire year sitting behind Alex Smith. With Andy Reid, one of the Andy best in the Reed. business. With Andy Reid. This has potential to be very, very fun to watch. Now, what we've talked about also before getting into this is that this team is going to take a step back. Marcus Peters, Eric Berry, I mean, they've, they've lost a lot here. And, the defense and, and, is getting old. Tom Bali yes. is gone. He's a cap casualty, but he needed to go. Marcus Peters was a locker room issue that Andy was tired of dealing with. He got dealt. Eric Berry, who we all love, is coming off love an, Eric, is coming yeah. off an Achilles, and he's starting to get up there. Still a great player and a great story and still going to be a part of that team. Derek Johnson getting old. That defense got old in a hurry, and they need a lot of defensive help. I think this offense finishes top four. Okay. Top five. They're so, gonna, Mahomes is going to make some mistakes, but they are going to. They added Sammy Watkins, okay, so, which I love on the other side. Tyreek Hill. So is this is this philosophically is this where we see the Chiefs, who have been a very very good defensive team over the last few seasons, switch to being now a high powered offense that's going to try and outscore you and, for a year? And here's why. Okay. So philosophically, you have a couple different ways to make a run at a Super Bowl. And if you take the Seahawks version before they gave Russell Wilson the money, if you have a good young quarterback on a rookie deal you have five or six other starters you can put other places. Yeah. They couldn't really do it this offseason, but next offseason, look for some serious changing of that defense, adding some free agents, and then they still have another year or two before they have to re-sign Mahomes. Yeah. The offense is set with Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. They got running backs. Yeah, they got Kareem Hunt. They, they probably need some good. offensive line help here and there, but, yes, I think you're going to see them be a very explosive offense. Overall wins and losses – I got him more nine and seven, eight and eight, seven and nine because I don't think the defense is going to be very good. Justin Houston, really good player. D Ford can't stay healthy. They need another pass rusher. They need some help, and I don't think they're going to be able to get enough of it in the draft. Hype train. What do you like most about what happened in the off season, or or criticism of really their off season? Yeah, I mean, look, I know the situation that they were put in with Alex Smith. They had to get rid of him because of the cap money, and that they drafted Patrick. Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, they're fourteen million dollars ahead with a guy that they like. And that's how you stay a sustainable franchise, by the way, and never have that dip of 3-13. and 13. I didn't For mean sure. to cut you off, but that's, that goes right along with the philo- the philosophy of what yeah. I really like what Andy's doing here. Yeah, and, and I think the problem that I would have with it is it's just going to kind of keep them stuck in first gear here, and they can't really advance until next year. And I look at this team that doesn't have a first-round pick because they traded it for Patrick Mahomes, and I get it. You went and got your guy. That's fine. But you didn't have the cap money to spend this offseason, and you don't have that first-round draft pick. And I look at this group, the secondary, just like we talked about with Oakland, I'd like somebody on the line for them to go out and get after the quarterback. They don't have that. And they're just not going to be able to go get that guy in the first round because they used all of their draft capital. So this is a year where they might be fun to watch. I think they end the year 7-9, and nine, and next year is where you see them take that big jump. But that's what I love. You don't have that 5-11, and 4-12, and 3-13 yeah, year. That's yes. why – look, go back to Andy Reid and all those years in Philly. There was never awful years. No. They, they retool. They change it up. They go from a running team to a throwing team. Whatever they need to do – I love that organization. I love what Andy's doing here because if they're seven and nine in your f- superstar franchise quarterback's first year as a starter, who can ask for more than that? Okay, so that will bring me to my question because there were a lot of ang- there was a lot of anger. Okay, a lot of anger with that playoff loss last year. Okay? Yeah, tenant. That was a that was the biggest upset in Vegas of bad. last year. It was a very at bad at home when we all love home, Arrowhead and how hard it is to win at that. home. Losing that game was very bad. So. 
If they go seven and nine or six and ten, is Andy Reid's job safe? Yes. You have an educated fan base. You have a great owner. Okay. You have solid organizational structure. Andy has a ton of power, and they also know why okay. that's the case. Now, if All they right. go four and twelve, and I'll- Mahomes and Mahomes is garbage, then yeah, he's on the hot seat. He's still okay. got another year. Okay. But yeah. All right. But I don't. I don't see that happening. They, what you got just, over there, hype train? I think it's a little closer to where he could be gone. I agree. It depends on the noise, and what I mean by that is, it's one thing to go seven and nine. It's another thing to start the year one and six and finish seven and nine. Yes, very so true. That very is true. going to be very the true. difference. If they're consistent, winning, losing, winning, losing, and they just end up at seven and nine, the noise isn't going to be loud because okay. everyone's going to be like, okay, Patrick Mahomes progressing. Here's the key to the, the noise. Kansas City's never had a quarterback since Len Dawson. Alex yeah, Smith, no, the best thing they've had. I yes. know this franchise well. If Mahomes is exciting and they think 100%. the future is there, they can go 6-10 and 10 and Andy's safe as long as this offense is really good and Patrick yeah. Mahomes looks like what they think. Because yep. that fan base will be if Mahomes, beyond excited about the fact that they've got – that they took Todd Blackledge over Dan Marino. But if Mahomes is – Jay Cutler-esque, where he's making a Ooh. lot of mistakes. There'll be a lot of noise. There will be a lot of noise. It'll because be I, as much as I, I'm excited to watch Mahomes. I've seen, I've seen a lot of him on tape, but I've also seen a lot of the characteristics that had, that Jay has. Big arm that everybody falls in love with makes a lot. I think Mahomes, as the, the individual, the player, cares a lot more, which so, is what bodes yeah, the, well the for him. The difference is his dad was a Major League Baseball player. He grew up, he's a gym yes, rat. Yes, gym rat, he for sure. He loves it. He wants to be in there. He's with the guy. He's a different locker room guy than Jay 100%. Cutler. 100%. A lot but of the same characteristics, yeah, though. That's, yeah. all, that's all I'm going to say. All right, we're moving on. The bottom two teams, really, I don't have one ranked over the other because I don't think either one of them has really done all that much this offseason. We'll talk about Denver just because they, they make the move to bring in Case Keenum to be their guy for the next two seasons. Now, what is this team going to be? I, See, I'm I got not Denver sure. last because okay. I don't think the Chargers needed to add that much. Okay, they got to stay healthy. Okay, get Mike Williams back in a second year. Progress. I think they're going to be really freaking good. Okay. Now they've always got the injury bug in a weird situation. They're still playing in a soccer stadium and all that crap. They are really, <laughs> really talented. Hype train. They're picking seventeenth. They could add another starter to a really solid team, but they got to stay healthy. That's the only reason I got them ahead of Denver because okay. I hate what Denver did. Okay. Well, we'll talk about we'll talk about the Chargers here then. What do you what do you like? What what's the biggest moves here? Because they didn't really do all that much in the offseason. Added Mike Pouncey. Okay, that's your big move. Pro Bowl center. Yep. You needed you needed help there. Um, you, you add they they didn't need that much. Okay. They were really their their cap is solid. They didn't have a lot of room, but adding a star center guard, whatever he's going to play there, I love. Do we still have belief that Phillip Rivers can get it done? Absolutely. Okay. Both of us over there, Hype Train? <laughs> yes. I also would like to add, and you can don't you can at me on Twitter all you want. I don't really care. This team has the best pass rush in all of the NFL. Yeah. Best pass rush combo, yeah, period. Yeah, with, you, with, both are, you both are there. With superstar corners. Yeah. Agreed. One of which didn't play last year. Okay. Verrett got hurt. They have maybe the best corner combo next to probably the – the other team in L.A., but when you the have two pass rushers that can get there on their own Ooh, and it. two superstar corners that can give you an extra for those guys to get there with an offense that can score, look, Phillip Rivers has plenty left now. Anybody that can sit there oh, like Peyton Manning used competitor. to and change the play at the line of scrimmage yeah, because a... he knows what you're going to do before you do it, he has plenty of arm talent left with those weapons to still be really, really good offensively. I'm a, I'm a Phillip Rivers girl. I like Phil. 
I really do. I, and I he's love his competitive ultra drive. competitive, exactly. I love that. That's not going anywhere. There's nothing better than watching him run down the field and mf the entire. No, no, no. Everybody. There's no mfing because Phil doesn't curse. Oh, he looks like he's. There's MFing. a bunch of shucks, good and, shucks and darns, and I got eight kids, and I wear bolo call, ties. I might and call I, my. Yeah. I might call that bluff. All right. Uh, I'm telling you, <laughs> there's a gosh darn it coming out of his mouth <laughs> long been, before there's an mf. Oh, that is. That's fantastic. what drives everybody crazy. That is even. He's better. mfing you without mfing you. That's the best. It's yes. like Larry Fitzgerald it's, not talking trash back. It drives yeah. people nuts. He knocks his head off anything. and he gets up and slaps you on the butt and says, "Good hit." Good. That's fantastic. Seventeenth yeah. overall pick here on NDT scouting. They have defensive tackle out of Washington. Of a. Love it. I'd say O-line, D-line, add another solid piece in the trenches. Yeah. But that would be a, nice a guy pick. like Vita Vey that can stop the run with that pass rush combo yeah, and you can nice. lo- turn those guys loose, I love it. That would be real nice. Would you? What, what, are, what, other, what other pieces do they need over there? Well, I drafting? mean, they could take uh, Quentin Nelson, the offensive guard, out of Notre Dame. I would love if he that, gets too. There. Yeah. It, it's all going to depend on how the board really shakes out on draft night because offensive guards are good and everybody needs one. But yes, if we do. see a run on quarterbacks and teams are trading and being crazy like we kind of think they are, Quentin dr- Nelson could fall to them at 17 and they could pick him up. And, and you just look at the squad, and I think they're set at receiver. They have mm-hmm. a good running back. They don't need any offensive weapons. Really, best player available. Yes. Just yes. take the best player and available. I like, I like find best a place player available on either side of the trenches. Yeah, and that's, that is a good place to be. Because that is how you should draft. Denzel Perryman, really solid middle linebacker who was hurt most of last year, but he's a tackling machine when he's in. He's a three-down linebacker. I mean, they don't need a ton. That's why I got him ahead of Denver. And you have them finishing top of the division. I've got them winning the division. I've got them going 11-5. and five Them and, and Oakland. Win, and, win, and Oakland yeah. being 10-6 and six okay. and making the playoffs but pushing. All right, let's talk about the team that's going to finish last, and that is the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Denver is going – Denver's in a rough time now where they have – they have Von Miller on defense, and this team offensively, since I told, I, I've said this for a while, the identity of that team offensively when Peyton left, okay, they, they don't, I don't know what's going on. Demarius Thomas is taking three steps backwards. You have organizational turmoil and dysfunction is and what you have, and it starts with John Elway. And a coaching staff that I'm not quite sure anybody really wants there. It's, no, it's, they don't want him there. The only reason they're there is because he was cheap, and John wants to run everything. That's yes. why they changed half the staff in year one, and they were going to fire the head coach and the entire staff, but didn't really want to do it. So how does this team have success? Because I don't, I, I'm don't. i trying to figure out what they did. I mean, we all like Case Keenum in this room. Everybody yeah, likes Yeah, I don't Case. like him there. Do we he's like him? He's yeah, an upgrade, exactly. but I don't, I don't like I don't that like that's him the there. move that you made. You no. had to do something bigger than that. You're the freaking Broncos. Yeah, and they have they have the fifth overall pick. So you gave Case a ton of money for two years, okay. and you probably have to take a guy at five if any are left. So, the top four guys could be gone so if there's some trades. It, on this mock draft, we have Bradley Chubb from NC State going fifth. I overall. like that. You drafted Shane Ray. He can't stay healthy to be on the other side of Von Miller. I like adding Chubb over there, but that defense doesn't – he's not really a stand-up kind of guy. He's more of a 4-3 defensive end than an outside linebacker. I, I wouldn't hate that. Okay. But you lost a keep to lead, so you almost had to. You drafted the, the they had three. Yeah. So you for still sure. got two shutdown corners. Safety's okay. Linebacker solid. Defense is not the issue. No, no, it's not going to be what it's been the last three for years for sure. But it's still going to be good. It's still going to be good. You have no running backs. You have offensive line issues. Demarius Thomas a step slower. Emmanuel Sanders still a stud when he's healthy. I just you feel need f- a tight end. Yep. It's way too high at five. Second round again, like like Oakland. Uh, I, I, I just feel for Case because I think this is setting him up for failure. I think it's going to be a disaster I agree, I agree. for him. I think it's going to be real bad. 
that offense is going to be a disaster. What you got, Hype Train? couple things. The reason why I don't like this fit for Case Keenum is I don't love the offensive lineup there in Denver. I, no. They no, struggled terrible. to protect C.J. Anderson and allow him to establish the running game last year. And Case was beneficial in, in Minnesota when he had a good line to be behind. And I just don't think he has that here. No, it doesn't have the weapons and or three, the running backs three either. really solid weapons. And then you threw in a running back package that was really, really good in Minnesota last year. You don't have any of that. Here's my draft thing with the Broncos. If there's a quarterback that they love when they when five comes around, and I don't think there's going to be, because I think you're going to see the first four, which include Baker Mayfield, go, and I think Lamar at five is a huge risk. I love Lamar a lot, and I think he's going to be very, very good. I just think at five, that's it's, a huge yeah, risk I, to I take. I agree 100%. So if all four of those guys are gone, I look at this team, and I think there's a lot more holes than there were two or three years ago. I'm in a much better spot if I'm the Broncos. If I trade back, I pick up a first next year, or I pick up some extra picks this year, because it's a deep draft and a lot of positions that they might sure. need. Corners one. They Running can pick back. up an offensive lineman late in this draft. So to me, if and to me, Baker's the guy for them, because they went to the Senior Bowl. It was their coaching staff that was coaching him, and clearly that was the sirens going off of, this is our guy, this is our guy. And Baker wanted to be on that team at the Senior Bowl. If he's not there, and none of the other guys fall to them, which I don't think is going to happen, you got to trade out of this spot. You have to I trade agree. out of this. Here's one. the problem with that: Who wants that spot? If that's the case, you're not trading up if the quarterbacks are gone. Unless you want Minka Fitzpatrick that bad, Roquan yeah. that bad. That's a stretch at five. I don't think anybody's going to give up that much to move up to five if the quarterbacks are gone. That's so true. now you're stuck. Yeah. No, they're kind of in, they're kind of in a bad spot there. It's because... too high for any of the offensive linemen. Yep. Unless, and the only thing I can think of, unless there's a team. That loves Lamar enough that they're afraid. I if think the Arizona will be, Cardinals love Lamar Jackson and they're afraid he's not going to get there at 15, they may call up John Elway and see. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but they may want to I sneak think they into could the call top up 10. Miami at 11 and move up four spots and not have to give up near as much as they in, would have moved up to five. In the latest mock draft, we have the New England Patriots moving up to that 11 overall spot to take <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Now that would be interesting. That would be really interesting. That's not Bill. Bill doesn't do that. Okay, but is it Josh McDaniels? Because that's the real question. Well, as you know, <laughs> as you know, Paige, I've been of the conspiracy that they're going to get a quarterback in this draft. Yeah. I've been driving that hype train. Yeah. I've been living up to my name. Listen, with that. if that happens, the conspiracy, the tinfoil hat that you've had on, oh, it's full blown. It's yeah. all, we're all the way in on that. We're all the way in. But let's get, we'll finish up here with the Broncos. They didn't do that much in the offseason. They have tons of. They have tons of spots that they need to fill offensively, really. And, and, and I just don't, I don't see a scenario that this plays out well for this, for this team this season because I think the coaching staff, they could have been fired last year. I thought they were going to fire. Half of them were. Yeah, I thought they were going to fire Vance at the end of last year. So I, I just don't think that he gets through. I don't even think he gets through this full season. You've got a lot of personalities in that locker room that have won Super Bowls that are still there that realize – that that head coach is not what they had before, that that yes. defense coordinator is not Wade Phillips, that John Elway is running the show the way that he wants to run it. And let's be honest, it's not really that impressive. No, it's not It's not impressive, and it's interesting to watch the Von Miller show that's going on in the offseason because it's it's been uh, – he's doing a lot of interesting stuff. He's doing a lot of he's interesting stuff. He's a very stuff. interesting personality. Yeah. That, that I will throw something out there, crazy train, not necessarily the hype train, Woo. that Von Miller could be on the block. I agree. Yes. I agree. And one, that, that could get you up to a quarterback yep. quick. Here is the one thing I want to add about the draft for the Broncos. This may get me in trouble with Jake, so I'm a little oh scared about boy. it. Oh, boy, here we go. You take Von Miller away, 
I don't love this linebacking core in Denver. I don't love it. Shane Ray doesn't do anything for me. Brendan Marshall's a nice veteran, but that doesn't really do a whole lot for me. They need somebody in that middle of the field that can read the defense. Trade, just, Va- trade Von Miller for a first-round pick, a star quarterback, a something, and take Bradley Chubb at five to replace him. You could also maybe drop down a couple spots and take and pick Roquan, who I think is a great fit here. He's a great fit everywhere. We've, we've talked about that. Brandon Marshall's still getting it done in the middle of that linebacking core, but you need a solid pass rusher. And I agree with you, Shane Ray has not panned out for you know a former first-round pick. But for what you could get for Von Miller oh, yeah. and save that money on the cap, I, would, I, I wouldn't and hate it. Not only that, but, I mean, are we better years behind him? Best years behind him? Uh, he's got to go, but he's been playing for a while now. Yeah, and he's, he's had an ACL, and he is getting a little older. I, I'm not for, saying for he doesn't that, have for a— For that cap number, what they're what paying him, yeah, probably. But how many teams would love him? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Every, every team wants him. Every every team's ready to have Von Miller. I'm not saying he doesn't have some. You're not years trading ahead. to Kansas City in the division, no, but can you imagine no, no, Justin no. Houston with a few oh, years left, with yeah. Von Miller with a few years Hello. left? Yeah. We buried the lead here. They got a new punter in town. Oh, huge! Very. Marquette King. Marquette coming King coming to the Broncos. Everybody, everybody's deal. favorite. Well, That's listen. gonna be fun. Well, listen. You Jake got, just. I love the, I love Marquette King. He by just the way. did the dance in the and studio. Yeah, him him of, in Denver will be. Very fun. There will be some sick punts going on with some great after-punt dances. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun punting, and that is the best part of probably what's going to happen for the Denver Broncos, (laughs) which says everything you need to know about the Broncos and their offseason. I don't see good things for a long time. The polar opposite, we just talked about Kansas City. You might drop down to 6-10, and and 7-9, but you have your quarterback in the future. You've got weapons all over the place. You can add some trenches. You need to rebuild that defense. What's the difference there, though? Good, good front office and good and good coaching staff. Exactly, that's the difference. But I don't see John making the moves that's really going to set them to where they're only going to drop to seven and nine and hmm. be able to bounce back and make a run anytime soon. I don't see a. I don't see a. There's not a five year plan here that, no, I, that I see 11. that makes any sense at all. Five and eleven. But I see that for a while. Yeah. What you got? One more thing I want to add with the Broncos. Everybody gets scared when their team's talking about taking a quarterback because you got to hit a home run or you well, set they yourself just back missed on Paxton Lynch two and years that's ago. That's the thing. You wasted a first round pick two years ago, and let's not forget that was a late first round pick. Yeah. That wasn't a top ten like a lot of the teams that are going to take quarterbacks this year are using. Yeah, it was like yeah. twenty three is the number that sounds yeah. on my head, but I could be wrong. You used a late first round pick on a quarterback, and look at what that has set you back. You can't get a fifth rounder for him right now. Nobody wants him. So you That's have to problem. hit a home run. That, to me, is the biggest thing here. When they didn't hit on Paxton Lynch, it, it messed everything up because there's an impact player gone. You had to go out and spend all your free agent money on a quarterback and not have a quarterback on a rookie deal like we were just talking about and with Patrick Brock Mahomes. And Osweiler didn't pan out. Right. Yeah. All of these things. You got two guys that didn't pan out. All of those things add up, and that's just for somebody who was drafted in the late first round. For sure. Just imagine what the Jets, the Browns, yeah, the all of these teams on. that are thinking of right now when they're trying to take a quarterback. Yeah, you got to hit. You got to hit on, on those picks. That's those are that's why GMs lose their jobs. That's what sets franchises back five years. For sure, that's uh, look as somebody who's a Chicago Bears fan. Trust me, Ryan Pace knows that he is tied to Mitchell Trubisky's success, which is why Matt Nagy is now the head coach in Chicago exactly. to give the best possible opportunity for success there. Jake, how can everybody follow you on Twitter? Jake B. Arians. And you can follow me at the underscore sports page with an I. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes by searching for the sports page and also on Anchor and Pocket Cast. But for Hype Train and Jake, I'm Paige Demacos. Thanks for listening to the sports page. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.